Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. Um, so, uh, this, uh, podcast is going to be just like what I did for the winter rankings, except I'm doing first boots. Um, so I'm gonna clear some stuff up for the Survivor first boots ranking. Um, I'm not counting medical evacuations, quits, or, uh, first impression votes like what happened in Blood vs. Water with, uh, Rupert and Candace going to Redemption Island first. Um, and, like, medevacs, I'm not counting, like, what had just happened with Jackson last night on the Survivor 42 premiere, or, uh, like, Courtney in season 24 who b- broke her wrist and got evacuated, um, and any quits, I can't recall off the top, may had a first boot quitter, but, um, that is what we won't be counting, and also people that were voted out first, but then came back into the game through redemption island or um or edge of extinction so natalie anderson in winners at war came back to the end so the next person who didn't come back at all was the first boot um so that's what i was basing everything on and i i wanted to try to i guess i also wanted to try to base this off of like if I just found them to be, like, a nothing character, they're probably gonna go lower. If I didn't like them, they're probably gonna go lower. If I didn't really see any potential in them, they're gonna go lower. Uh, I mean, also, there's some that... I Like, I the, the returning player ones that come back and get voted out first for being, like, a threat or something, like, they probably objectively are the best, but uh, I wanted to have, like, a top... I think I have, like, a top eight of people who were voted out first on their first times that were the most iconic of the uh, those kind of first boots. But I gave credit to the returning players who were voted out first on that time. Uh, so, without further ado, there's 41 of them because one person got voted out first in two separate seasons. Um, so, I'm just going to go through every one of them before I start ranking them. Uh, the list, so from season one, we got Sonia Christopher, we've got Debbie in, we got Diane Ogden, we've got Peter Harkey, we've got John Raymond, we've got Ryan Aiken, Nicole Delma, Tina Wesson in the All-Stars, uh, Brooke Arati, Jolanda Jones, Jim Lynch, Tina Shear, Seku Bunch, Jessica DeBen, Steve Chicken Morris, Johnny Fairplay, Michelle Chase, Caroline Eastwood, Marisa Callahan, Sugar Kuiper in Heroes vs. Villains, Wendy Joe, uh, Francesca Hoagie in Season 22 and 26, the one two-time first boot, uh, Semhar to DC in 23, Nina from 24, uh, uh, Zane Knight from 25, Marissa Peterson, 27, David Sampson in 28, Nadia Anderson, So Kim, Vetus Wyszkowskis in Second Chance, Darnell Hamilton, Rachel Aiko, Sierra Easton in Game Changers, Katrina Radke, Stephanie Gonzalez, Jessica Pete, um, uh, instead of Pat Cusack, who was medevaced in David vs. Goliath. Uh, so, um, she was the first voted out. Uh, Reem Daly in Edge of Extinction, Ronnie Barda on Island of the Idols, Amber Mariano in Winners at War, Eric Abraham in Season 41, and finally, the first voted off of Season 42, Zach Wurtenberger. So, that is the list. So now I'm going to go through the rankings of all 41 of those people. So my number 41, I have Rachel from Millennials vs. Gen X Season 33. 
for me, Rachel just didn't really do anything on the show. Um, she was kind of shown being obnoxious or bossy and, like, not really doing much and just not fitting in. So I think I did, like, a preseason draft of somebody way back in 2016, if I remember correctly, who I uh, haven't talked to in a while, um, who was also a Survivor fan. And I think... We both agreed Rachel was going to be the first boot of the season, so we both predicted that. So, uh, for that, that speaks volumes to me that I just, I, I don't think she's a good, uh, interesting character, and I think a lot of people knew she was going to be first boot, or believed she was going to be first boot. Um, number 40, I have Michelle Chase from Gabon, season 17 very negative um <laughs> was an athlete on the tribe it was just so negative uh and toxic that they got her out before people who should have been liabilities to that tribe because fawn was a mess but also it's on michelle for being so toxic that they just couldn't live with her um we've seen people like abby maria make it super far twice being someone that you could would consider a toxic person probably um I don't know, I didn't really like Michelle and that Michelle Chase in that season, so uh, she goes down here. Number 39 of Carolina Eastwood from Token Teens. She was portrayed as bossy um, and, you know, and said, I'm sorry in the fakest way to Sandy, uh, who she believed was going to be the first boot because she was technically voted out of the first impressions twist and sent to the camp ahead of everybody else but that didn't end up actually happening at the first actual tribal council and carolina was voted out she is probably most remembered in fact for a season she wasn't even on uh at the reunion of redemption island which boston rob finally won um one of the contestants on redemption island proposed to her in a really horrible attempt to mimic boston rob in all stars with amber and only to find out that the dude then cheated on Carolina, like, a couple seasons later, or, like, a, a couple of reunions later or something, um, a couple years later, so, yeah, I mean, if that's your most memorable moment, so not even on the season you're on, I don't think I really can put you higher, uh, number 38, I have Jim Lynch from season 11, uh, one of the oldest people on the list, um, Hike was so brutal in Guatemala that he basically just couldn't physically handle it and was voted out, uh, easy first boot from his tribe. I really don't have much to say. I don't think Jim had any potential to do well. I think I don't think he was going to be that interesting of a character. Um, number thirty-seven, similar situation. Diane Ogden from Africa, season three, um, passed out at the first immunity challenge. Um, I mean, and then you have the whole Clarence situation. And she, at least, she did attempt to throw Clarence under the bus, but obviously Clarence at that point was one of their stronger players and strong, physically stronger players, and uh, they weren't going to boot uh, Clarence over her at that point because um, it was th season three. They, they didn't do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, Diane's here. Uh, 36, I have Nina from season 24, Nina Costa. I think she was a cop or something she fell in her face on a net or something i can't i don't want to remember one world honestly and i don't 
I really don't remember and I don't want to remember. I, um, yeah, she's here. Uh, number 35, Katrina Radke from Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. She was a former Olympic swimmer or something, I think. And she was just one of the two older ladies on the tribe with her and Chrissy. But obviously Chrissy then made a run and was a challenge beast. And uh, Katrina could have been in the same way that she lasted, but she didn't. She didn't get that much content for someone who could have been have possibly have an interesting story, but we didn't really get to hear any of it. She was, might have been kind of kooky, but we didn't get really any of it. So if the show's not willing to show it, then... Number 34, of Eric Abraham from season 41. So Abraham was kind of like, I don't know, he bossed people around uh, and just never really fit in and tried to demand that the tribe vote out the weakest links, basically vote out all the women. And this just wasn't going to fly here. So, I mean the next couple like the bossy people and so yeah i mean abraham's down here 33 similar situation in a way another bossy person seiku bunch from season 13 cook islands the one that was divided by race and uh seiku's tribe the african-american tribe um lost the first challenge and he was bossing people around and then would take a lot of breaks um from what it was shown, at least, on TV. Um, again, bossy people. Number 32, I have Debbie in from Season 2 Australian Outback, who wanted to build a shelter out of rocks, which is an iconic line, but I don't know. Deb just didn't really do much for me either. Um, sucks what happened to her outside of the show, though. Um, that's probably the more weird part of her Survivor story, um, and it's outside of the show. So... Um, I don't know. I think Deb fit in this little crew here. Number 31, I have John Raymond. Similar situation. Kind of tried to stub at the, as the leader in Thailand. Um, he was the pastor. Um, and also just pr tried to play jokes with, like, hide trying to hide their water. And just, like, I, I don't know. I mean, you, one, you st stepped up as the obvious leader. Two, you tried to pull a prank on... <laughs> a necessary uh, source that that of something that people need to live out there uh when they're dehydrated especially so yeah i don't know um i just have i've john there 30 i have jolanda jones from palau season 10 um she was she technically won an immunity necklace and got to pick the ill-fated ulan tribe because uh, this was a season where stephanie was like the last member of her tribe for those uh, not remembering, and Jolanda was, like, the leader, technically, and she picked the tribe, but then they lost the first challenge due to Jolanda kind of, like, telling her tribe that they had to get as many supplies as possible, because that was, like, the twist to the first immunity challenge, and so they all just turned on her, um, which was probably the worst, uh, not a great decision. She was a pretty strong woman, um, unfortunately, uh, just happened to be her, but that's all we got from the show. 29, I have Jessica DeBen from Fiji. I feel like Jessica could have had potential. She made some alliances. This is kind of getting in the people that had some something that could have been going, maybe, um, but just couldn't really get there. Um, and Jessica was, like, blamed for losing on the puzzle. I'm not actually, actually sure what the reason was for getting rid of Jessica. 
Um, like the show wanted it to believe it was because of that puzzle, but she had a couple alliances. I mean, we just don't know much about the actual situation of what actually happened with that first vote in Fiji, um, which is kind of interesting. Number 20, I have Semhar from South Pacific. In retrospect, maybe she'd be, she should be lower than Jessica DeBen, but I think Semhar was a little more iconic as a character with her spoken word uh, poetry. Um, but um, she was kind of, she was interesting. I don't want to say weird, but interesting um, with that. Um, she's memorable. Um but also, I think even Jeff Probe said she was probably going to be the first boot. And again, this is another one of those scenarios where I just, I don't know. I, to me, it just, her, her character moments didn't, just didn't do anything for me. Um, uh, number 27, I, it's 27, I have Nicole Delma from Pearl Island, season 7. She was the girl with, that got marooned with the blue dress on. Um, I don't know, she tried to, like, overplay and throw out Tawana's name for absolutely no reason and then got immediately caught and voted out first. I don't know. I feel like she could have played an interesting game, but she very clearly overplayed. I don't know. It just... She's there as well. <laughs> um, but she's more interesting than more the other people lower than her. I mean, now at this point, it's getting to, like, the people that, in my opinion, I, um, I thought had some more character moments at this point. 26, I have, and had an interesting stories, uh, but not my favorites. Number 26, I have Marissa Peterson, Jervis's niece from Blood vs. Water, the original. Um, interestingly, so, basically, it was where Jervis, like, cheered so much at the first immunity challenge and then brad culpepper got annoyed and got his alliance of guys to target marissa first and i also think she like called brad culpepper out on saying something uh that he would like throw the challenges to protect his wife monica um from her tribe going to tribal um by wanting to throw the challenges for his tribe to go to tribal instead um and marissa kind of called him out on it and i think that's actually what set brad culpepper off against wanting to get rid of marissa so um but jervis's uh, showboating definitely didn't help <laughs> um 25 i have ryan aiken from amazon ryan uh had like a reunion moment where he <laughs> told jeff probst it's uh everything was pretty cheap uh uh rob sesternino talks about that and i mean he uh he could have been a somewhat interesting character, um, but apparently he was a worse player than the bigoted Roger in that season, so that's, uh, he was the first boot over Roger, so that's saying something. Um, 24, I have Brooke Karate, and both Ryan and Brooke were voted out in men versus women seasons, by the way. Brooke Karate from Vanuatu. I think Brooke is one of those where, I feel like maybe he could have an interesting story on a return. He was also kind of a big fan at that point in the show. Um, but also, I mean, looking back, I mean, he's not, he wasn't really that interesting of a character. He just wanted this younger guy's alliance. And then when the older player, older men on the tribe figured out that they had a five to four numbers advantage, they just started picking off all the young guys. And Brooke was the first to go for being like the, looked at as the biggest the one in charge of the younger men. So, I mean, 
to knock against him, I guess, for that, um, for standing out too much there as a big threat. Um, again, Ryan and Brooke may have done well with women on their tribe more so than just an all men's tribe, but we won't, won't, we'll never know that. Um, 23, I've just compete from David versus Goliath. She had game. Um, she could have been aligned with Pat. She had, uh, people that were willing to vote with her with Davey, B and Carl and, uh, and was taken out in a really close five to four blindside from Nick and Christian flipping and realizing that they could split this alliance, um, up. And she was kind of the glue holding them together a little bit. So I, I gave her some credit, um, and who knows if Pat hadn't gotten evacuated, she might have been safe at uh, their first tribal council. So I, I don't know. I mean, she's just not my one of my favorites. So twenty-two. I have Stephanie Gonzalez from season thirty-six, Ghost Island. She wouldn't have been first boot if Jacob Derwin had not been sent to Ghost Island, uh, who probably would have been the first boot ironically that's that was my winner pick for that season um but stephanie gonzalez uh she kind of also overplayed um i'd have to rewatch that season and ghost island's not one of my favorite seasons so i don't think other than like the result between dominic and wendell um and a couple other players but like i don't know i'd have to rewatch but she, I remember she overplayed and she like whispered at tribal and nobody else was really willing to play balls with her. So she got voted out. Number 21, I have So Kim from season 30, Worlds Apart, the blue collar, white collar, no collar. Um, she had the dumb neutral box lie when it was like the two boxes and you would choose trust or deceive. And she chose deceive and came up with a really stupid lie of there was a neutral box at the middle and nobody believed her. And so she was voted out for not being trustworthy. She had a game similar to like Gonzalez and Jessica P. Um, but not my favorite either. Um, 20, I have David Sampson. Maybe I, uh, from Kageon, season 28. I think uh, maybe it's my bias towards Kageon here, but I thought David Sampson was a... F uh, really interesting first boot and the fact that it probably should have been Jatia in that season. So Jatia should have gone home at the first two, one of the first two tribals and she didn't. Um, David was the like president of the Miami Marlins baseball team or something. Um, and was like the technical leader of the brains and then just like overplayed and, um, was trying to target Garrett and I don't know, like he was interesting to me. I think he had a lot of game in him and, uh, with the small tribe though, um, it's easier for, to stand out, um, in that way. Um, 19, I have Sugar Kuiper from Heroes vs. Villains. Sugar, to me, um, she's an emotional player. We saw that in Gabon and she made it to the end and nobody really liked her. She came back as a hero because she was targeting all, like, the bad people in her original season. And she was the easy first boot of Heroes vs. Villains, where I was fine with her being the first boot of that season. Um, she had take off her top and flip people off, though. So that was interesting. Um, and But, I mean, I'll cut slack on people who came back and were first boot on, like, their next time playing. Because that's a little bit different than your first time playing. But she she was she had no allies, no connections, and going into that season, and she was an easy first boot. 
So, um, yeah, I, I'm fine with her here. 18, I have Sierra Easton from Game Changers, Laura's wife. Uh, that was her third time playing. She was untrustworthy because she's always the one hammering home big moves. And she was one of the season, one of the people in Game Changers I was fine with going home early <laughs> out of the people who went home pre-merge. Like, I was perfectly fine with Sierra going home first. I didn't... I started to keep disliking her her every time every time she played after her first time so um yeah i mean i i just uh again another returning player she's at least better than other people but like i don't know i was fine with it she didn't really do anything to get people's trust back but it's also returning player season 17 i have ronnie barda from season 39 he was a poker player i think ronnie had a lot of game and uh so it was interesting that he was the first boot i um and island of idols is hard because it's not one i will probably really rewatch. not looking to rewatch it at least right now um because of the ugliness of it um but ronnie was an interesting first boot um he was targeting elaine who was like the most well-liked person on the tribe and thought he could get away unscathed uh, and got blindsided at the first tribal and uh i yeah i don't think um i don't know i i think ronnie had a lot of game but um i have other people that i like more than ronnie so uh, 16, I have Marisa Callahan from season 19, Samoa, who was on Russell Hans's first season, and the reason she got voted out is because she told Russell she didn't, she was worried about him, and of course, don't tell Russell that you're worried about him because it's Russell Hans, um, but, like, I mean, on any other, I mean, next you don't tell anybody that you just don't trust them, because I feel like anybody is going to come after you at that point, that's kind of silly um but also i feel like on a season without russell doing everything that he was doing to lose that trust i feel like she could have been fine um i feel like she had some game to her and some potential um all right top 15 uh, 15 i have tina Shear from panama exile island so the story there is she was it was four tribes of four based on age and gender and she was on the older women tribe once she was with Suri. And her first time in Suri, obviously we know what kind of player Suri is. Um, so Suri is a great player. Um, and Tina's son died in a car crash like a couple months before she even played. I think she was supposed to be on Guatemala the season prior. And because of the car crash, she got moved to season 12. And she was still dealing with that, her grief and everything. And was off alone and lost the ability to form social connections. So... Part of it was circumstance, unfortunately, really. I mean, a lot of it was circumstance. So that's why Tina's that high. I think she has the potential to at least go make, uh, go kind of deep. She was a hard worker. Um, but, I mean, stepping up as a leader, it, that's tough. I mean, someone had to do it. And it's just that's tribes of four. I think on a bigger tribe, bigger tribes, Tina might have been fine. Um Number 14, I have Zach Wurtenberger uh, from season 42. Zach was, almost was my winner pick, and he was going to be had he survived the first episode. I had uh, a lot of connections to Zach, um, or I, I connected to Zach. Um, so I really liked him being the young, nerdy, skinny guy, and uh, super fan, um... And unfortunately, I think he made a couple key mistakes with, like, um, before Tribal 
and just kind of, yeah, I mean, uh, didn't um, scramble the way he should have and didn't maintain his alliances. And um, so I have, I have to put Zach here, but I really like Zach. I would love to see him get a second chance. Um, also, he at least knew that he had to play that shot in the dark to try to save himself, and if it had worked, uh, he would have been saved. And I think he did more right. I think he was a. Be I think he's better than Tori. I think Tori did more wrong. Unfortunately, he took the heat for that, and he he told the secret. Uh, he told uh, threw Tori under the bus, uh, and everybody kind of. Uh, once that, once information like that gets out, it's all over, so, um, number 13, I have Amber Mariano from Winners at War, so, Natalie was technically first out, she came back later, Amber was the next boot, um, Amber was targeted because of, obviously, being married to Boston Rob, um, now, what I do think, though, is that, also, Amber, I don't think, I don't think her or Boston Rob, to be honest, are that good at the modern game of Survivor. I think they're much more suited to that old school game. Um, but um, I, uh, with all the advantages and this, the pace of the game uh, and people, everybody playing uh, hard and trying to play smart, I do think that Amber is. Uh, I just don't think she's built for that type of a game, and I think she was completely lost out there on uh when she wasn't on the same tribe as rob um but she was she did win the game in a previous season it was an all winners season and she had a target on her back because of her husband so i had to put her this high at least number 12 i have johnny fairplay and fans versus favorites now fairplay is interest interesting as well um he they the show portrayed him as he kind of quit because he was worried about his unborn daughter uh at that point but uh a few months before the season started filming uh there was an award show where him and danny bonaducci were like presenting uh some awards and fair play was obviously this reviled villain at this point danny bonaducci is like a reality tv villain i think too at that point and fair play like jumped on danny bonaducci and then bonaducci like flipped him over his like shoulder and fair play fell on his face and broke his like jaw and so he had to like have his mouth glued shut so if you watch micronesia you can see like he has uh his like jaw uh like wired um or like his teeth wired um and uh so and they wouldn't allow him on meds so he kind of just lost it out there um, but he was, he had some strategy going. It's rumored that Parvati, who won that season and is this survivor legend, might have been the first boot of the season, or Amanda. There was talk that Fair Play was, uh, gonna pull, try to pull Suri and join the Penner, Yao Man, Amy and Eliza group against the Couples Alliance. I don't know if that would have happened. Um, we saw where Suri went a couple episodes later, but I'm not sure what would have happened if Fair Play would have pulled her the other direction or tried to um but yeah i'll put fair play there number 11 i have nadia anderson uh sister of natalie anderson uh first boot then her twin on, went on to win and then be first boot and then come back and yeah so 
Nadia, I think, got kind of unlucky with being uh, called out for being on The Amazing Race uh, because some of the players knew she was on The Amazing Race. Although I will say that her trying to get Josh to join her in a women's alliance because she called him one of the girls for him being an openly gay man. Um, not cool. Uh, <laughs> um, I, but I feel like she's one of the stronger, she's the strongest female on the tribe probably. And I feel like it was a really dumb move for that tribe to get rid of one of their strongest women first. Um, because then they lost bunch of the challenges after that um so um yeah i will say i think at the very least i think nadia should probably go in this tier um number 10 similar uh also a sibling of a survivor winner we have vetus bushkowskis brother of aris um and vetus uh was uh came in for blood versus water with aris uh made it to like second jury member uh like 10th place or something and then came back for second chance and vetus was one i was really interested in on an attorney who's my winner pick in blood versus water he came back and he kind of creeped the girls out in a way i'm not exactly sure if the edit toned it down a bit or whatever, I know it was like shown, but I, I don't know like the full actual story, but I think part of it was he was also kind of a, th a threat to people. People were already talking preseason of he was one person that a lot of people brought up to try to want to get rid of because they didn't trust him. Uh, and Vetus was voted out first over Abby in a, like a six to four blindside, and, uh, which is crazy to me. Um, and he was one of the biggest physical assets on that tribe. Not that it matters in Modern Survivor anymore, but um, I, I like Vetus. I think um, he can be a good player. Um, a little luck wasn't on his side, but I also think a lot of people on second, and I think a lot of people on second chance were kind of like trying to play hard for the cameras. And <laughs> yeah. So, number nine, though, of the best of these returning first boots, I have Tina Wesson, who was the winner of season two, came back for the All-Stars, and because she was a winner, was the first person voted out. She couldn't really even have done anything. All-Stars was, like, seriously anti-winner like winner and anti-person who did really well the first time they played. Because um, we saw all the winners go out before the merge. We saw Rob Sestrino and Richard... And, well, Richard Hatch was a winner. Rob Sestrino, Colby, uh, Ethan Hatch, Tina, Jenna quit the game. Like These are all good players at that point in Survivor history. And... Tina, unfortunately, um, was the first of those. Uh, she really had no shot. But top eight is all people who were voted out first in the first times. And I just want to preface this, but by this point, I wasn't necessarily going by winner, per se. I was going by, um, or not winner, uh, best player, per se. I was going by, like, some, like, a lot of these are characters, and some of them had some potential but i feel like for the most part i went character based and uh so uh number eight i have sonia christopher from season one it's a little biased for me to put the first ever person voted off as survivor on here this high but sonia was sweet and i feel like 
it's hard to rank her. Um, this is really before anyone except Hatch knew what the game was. Um, and, you know, she, she could have been a decent player, possibly. I mean, it was between her and Rudy at the first Tribal Council because of being older. And I think one of my favorite moments, though, is her playing the ukulele, and it's her and Richard Hatch, and it's the first boot of the, in Survivor history and the first ever winner in Survivor history having a moment together. And that's actually one of a, a really cool moment uh, in Survivor history that happened, uh, a one-on-one -on -one moment between your first boot and your winner. So uh, I don't think we ever really have gotten that too much uh, in Survivor. Um Number seven, I have Wendy Joe DeSmith Kolhoff from season 21, Nicaragua. So Wendy is absolutely here because she's a character, not because she's a good player. Um, she's the woman who was a really shy, awkward, weird introvert and um, very, very odd duck. And <laughs> she liked to talk a lot. And she said in confessional, her husband bet her that she would be the first person voted off. Um, and... <laughs> Then uh, her name was on the chopping block for being not well-connected at her tribe's first tribal council and being a weak link. And then at tribal council, she proceeded to talk everybody's ear off at tribal about how she didn't have any blisters on her feet and nobody ever asked her her age. And it immediately turned any votes that could have been debating over her. And I think it was like over her and Super Bowl winning coach Jimmy Johnson because of his celebrity status and um and she turned any votes that could have been for her to stay uh against her but wendy is fantastic i thought it was really really fun and endearing uh and obviously it, it's kind of sad that her husband was right uh poor wendy uh as a character she was uh so interesting i would have been interested to see uh her tribe wins so she didn't get voted out first and then seen what would happen i don't think she would have made it that far unless the young people in that season were willing to like use her like they used like jane or somebody or holly for a bit um number uh number six i have darnell hamilton from koran season 32 the second brains brawn beauty Darnell was someone who I think had a lot of potential. Darnell was a really fun character, and I think a could have been a really good player. But Scott Pollard and Jason, uh, who I've met at the Survivor Open Casting Call a few years ago, um, and they basically like wanted to take so much control that they're like the biggest threat in our tribe is Darnell. You know, I, I really think Darnell could have been a really fun presence on the show had he lasted longer, had a few fun moments i really don't think I, I think and like scott and jason have basically said that they targeted darnell because he was uh, the biggest threat and not because the whole he lost the goggles situation that the show put in the edit because they didn't really know how else to say it um number five i have the two-time first boot francesca hoagie and you may be wondering how could the first two-time first boot not be the best first boot well Francesca's iconic, obviously. Um, the, the second time, I feel really bad because she was literally put on that season to uh, annoy Philip and uh, and potentially be voted out first again, which happened. 
Um, and she said, if I get voted out first again, I'll eat this rock. So I hope uh, Francesca is clearly still alive and well. So uh, so I guess she uh, ate the rock and lived to tell the tale. Uh, but... <laughs> But I, I think uh, Francesca's a really fun character who really got a raw deal from Survivor itself. Uh, and I, I just don't know why you wouldn't... Like, she should have been saved for an actual first boot season and not for a season where she was literally being set up to be the first boot again. Because that's very, very stupid, in my opinion. Because, um, uh, obviously, Philip was going to target her because it's Philip. Um... So, yeah, uh, but if, again, returning player, she's the highest, I guess, of this point, but that's because she's just so iconic, but um, I had to put a few ahead of her because of that. All right, number four, we have the man with many, man of many holes, Peter Harkey from Marquesas season four, and Peter's, from Peter's accent to talking about holes and then like dramatically overplaying before tribal council and acting like a weirdo and i love peter harkey um i thought he was a really fun character and uh could have been a physical physically a good asset to the tribe with him being able to uh use his breathing techniques to put uh to get the fire going um but, I mean, it was just such an oddball, and I love the part where he's, like, talking about holes, and Boston Rob just calls him a Fruit Loop, and <laughs> so I think Peter would have been a lot of fun to see go farther. Um, he's just such an oddball, and I love it. I would love to see Peter Harkey return, honestly, because I think I think he'd be a lot of fun to watch play again. Um, number three, I have Reem Daly from Edge of Extinction, dude, uh, and Reem's vocabulary is a lot of fun, and Reem is the, uh, aside from Winners of War, she is the only first boot to serve on a jury, um, and <laughs> Reem, we got so much time with, more time with Reem than we would have gotten otherwise, so at least the season gave us more Reem because she was fantastic, and you absolutely see why she was cast in this season uh feel bad but she was she's an iconic character and will go down in survivor history um i thought she was fantastic as a character number two damn i have steve chicken morris from china um the dude that literally <laughs> you couldn't quite understand what the dude was saying uh and then <laughs> loudly screamed damn after he was voted out first scaring everybody in his tribe and then just, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was an outcast from the beginning for being older and not sharing his opinion when asked. And it was just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> chicken's iconic. Um, but, you know, a, not a great player, but iconic nonetheless. And I think absolutely chicken is in the top two for the best first boots of all time. I would have loved to see Chicken play again just to see him say damn more uh, if he got, whenever he got voted out or whenever a blindside happened. Um, <laughs> number one, though, I have Zane Knight from Survivor Philippines Season 25, and this is the guy with all the tattoos in the season with Denise and Malcolm and um, their first season and uh with like russell swan and penner and uh the, the the other guy that um fell in the fire uh <laughs> mike scoopin um who isn't a great person um but 
uh, Zane and Malcolm Denise all in the same tribe. Uh, and Zane is the guy that like basically formed, uh, and Russell Swan was on that tribe too, and basically was forming alliances with everybody on the Matt Singh tribe. Um, <laughs> like five alliances going on, and then uh, seemed more set, well set up, and he was willing to try to blindside Russell Swan. And then at the immunity challenge, he asked to be pulled to like the end of his segment, uh, the running segment. And then when he got back to camp, he asked everybody to vote him out and thought it was this amazing strategy that would make people feel so bad for him. They would blindside Russell Swan. And then uh, even though people like were telling him, oh, we don't want you to go home, but like you don't ask people to vote you out because they will do it. So then he gets unanimously voted out at tribal council because of this crazy strategy that he thought would work. Like I just, Zane is fantastic. He got like 10 confessionals in the first episode, um, which is uh, a little bit more than even some people who made a few episodes longer than him. Zane is an iconic character and someone who would absolutely play really, really hard every single time he played. I mean, the fact, it's like, I would not try to have like alliances with every single person on my tribe because that just never works, period. But I, I actually think if he didn't ask to be voted out, he would have been safe with five different alliances with everybody. So um, I have to put Zayn at number one. Um, but yeah, that's my first Boots ranking. This was a lot, took a lot of thought. Um, kind of, I don't know who else is you know, knows all these people and studies the game like I do. Um, but let me know your thoughts on who your favorite first boot in Survivor history is. Um, so, uh, otherwise, I will talk to you guys next time on the Tribe of Nerds.